The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. Jesus said, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot, will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen. Salt and light are best when they're not about themselves. Salt at its best accentuates the flavor of food. and Light is at its best when it lights the way to a destination. Too much salt and food becomes inedible. Too much light is blinding. And not enough in either case is worthless. The salt and the light are perfect when they are about something else. Today, Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth and you are the light of the world. Too often we make Jesus's words about ourselves when it is about us, being salt and light turns into doing the right sort of tricks in life to become salty or to become light or do the right thing in order to stay salty or light. However, when Jesus says salt and light this morning, he's telling you the passage is precisely not about you. The Bible passage is primarily about Jesus, and he actually tells us this in verse 17, when he says, I have come not to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. And then he says, whoever does the law and the prophets and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus is the one who perfects the law and the prophets. 
And Jesus is great in the kingdom of heaven because he is the one who does and teaches the law and the prophets. This passage is about Jesus and him doing something. But what are the law and the prophets? In Matthew chapter 22, a lawyer asks Jesus a very similar question. And Jesus answers him by saying that the law and the prophets can be summed up in loving God with all your heart, your mind, and soul, and loving your neighbor as yourself. Love is the fulfillment of the law and the prophets. Now, it is a tall order to love God above all things and love your neighbor as yourself. And in the Gospel of Matthew and throughout all Scripture, it turns out that Jesus is the only one who can and does. Jesus perfectly loves in the crucifixion where he is completely obedient to his Father and completely self-giving to you. If it were up to us, we would be in a bad spot. We don't love with all of our heart, soul, and mind, and we don't love our neighbor. Well, at least not perfectly. We could love better if we relax the meaning of love. However, according to Jesus, if we relax the meaning of love, we would never enter the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus is right. Do we really want a lesser love? Our sin, our inability to love perfectly, our inability even to desire to love perfectly, needs a savior. It doesn't need a change in the definition of love. Jesus is the one who really saves. He doesn't overlook our sin, but he actually takes them away. He doesn't leave us on our own to figure out love, but lives in us, empowering us to love as he does. Jesus is the one who makes you salt and light, not yourself. His righteousness is your life and not yours. Salt and light are perfect when they're not about themselves. And Jesus' righteousness lives in you to its fullest when people see your good works and give glory to the Heavenly Father. Thus, your life is best lived in faith toward God, and in fervent love toward your neighbor. When there is too much salt and light, when everyone's life is too much about your life, everyone's life becomes unlivable. Or when you live your life for yourself, you do no one any good. But Jesus has redeemed you from those sins. He restores your saltiness and your light, which means you become who you are meant to be. Through the love of God in Christ Jesus, 
He restores you from the inside out. The experience of being loved in spite of sin and being forgiven for the sake of Christ frees us. It frees us to know ourselves as deeply, unconditionally, and personally loved by Jesus. Being loved by Jesus, the perfecter of the law and the prophets, means we don't need to do anything in order to be loved. Our life isn't about earning love either, because we've always been loved. Rather, our entire life flows out of the heart of Christ toward God in faith and toward our neighbor in love. And while we are unconditionally, perfectly, and fully loved by God, because sin still clings to us, it takes time to learn to live in and with and by love. In fact, it takes a whole lifetime. We have a tough time trusting that God loves us and has always loved us and will always love us. We don't learn that instantly. And we won't fully learn it until we are in heaven. We still have a tendency to make everyone else's life about us. And we need to practice this life that God has given us of faith towards God and love toward our neighbor. And so today, that's why we're here. We first practice love through hearing, reading, and singing God's word. Because through God's word, our faith is renewed toward God and the Holy Spirit is enlivened. The enlivened Holy Spirit means then love lives in us. Love is alive in the world. Along with the joy of being loved. So we are now salt and light. Meant to love the earth and the world so that then they would taste and see the love of Christ. The love they need. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.